Hi. Are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Trouble getting to sleep? Well, welcome. You're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. And we do it with a bedtime story. Tonight, it's based on what's trending on Twitter because it's trending Twitter Tuesdays. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'll do the rest. The podcast is going to create a safe place where you can tell everything that's whispering and talking inside your head to quiet down. You'll be distracted by that, and you just listen to my voice, tell you a story, and as the story gets on, it's going to get a little bit less and less interesting or a little bit more and more dreamlike, however you want to term it. Soon, you're going to be off in dreamland. That's the goal. If it's your first time here, welcome. I hope this podcast works for you, but that's it. That's on the that's what's on the agenda tonight, a bedtime story. That starts out interesting and gets a little bit less and less engaging as it goes on. Now, uh, I'm going to do the uh, paperwork, or uh, what do you call it, paperwork, uh, housekeeping in a minute, but I've had a couple wonderful interactions with some people online about the podcast, and I'd already been thinking about talking about this, but the podcast is supposed to be dull enough for you to fall asleep, but there is supposed to be, I do put a lot of work into it to make sure there's a whole show that is just interesting enough. So if you can't sleep or you're doing something else, there there is stuff in there. It's not like I'm just going on and on and droning and making stuff up. Um, And the reason I do this, one, I think the podcast probably to be boring there's a paradox somehow that uh, it has to be interesting or something. I, I don't know if I understand that. But also, uh, and I talked about this in an earlier episode, when I was in the throes of insomnia, every Sunday night I would listen to the Dr. Demento show. Now, the show did not help me fall asleep, but it gave me two hours of respite from not being able to sleep. Sometimes I would doze off. Sometimes I'd be relaxed after listening into a fall asleep. And sometimes I just wouldn't be thinking about my problems or what was making me nervous or scared or whatever because I was listening to Dr. Demento spin some Weird Al Yankovic, who's got a new album out this week. Congrats, Weird Al. Or I don't, it's not an album anymore, I don't think. But so I want the show, just in case you can't fall asleep, or you just need a break from your own mind. That's the other thing this podcast is here for. I mean, I talk about how this is a podcast that puts you to sleep. And I guess I harp a little bit too much sometimes on being boring. That's, um, maybe that's not, that's the best word I can come up with to, to, tell, to tell you. And we'll talk a little bit more with what some of our, our listeners said to me. Nice things, not mean things. Um, but yeah, so if this is your first time here, I don't think that made any sense. And that's the whole podcast. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but it works for a whole lot of people. And hopefully it works for you because I want you to be able to fall asleep. I don't want you to be tossing and turning. But if it doesn't work for you, I hope I make your evening a little bit more pleasant. I hope I make you laugh or smile and relax you or take you someplace um, strange and wonderful and senseless in a good way. Um so I don't know. I guess there's not a big point in there, but uh, just trying to round out uh, some stuff, round out my uh, way I explain stuff. We're on the web at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, two, trending Tuesdays are at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash Tuesdays. You can find me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter, on Facebook at Sleep With Me or Sleep With Me Podcast. You can email me. I'd love to hear from you. As I already said, I heard from some fine, fine people this week. Sleep with, uh, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter as well. Um, I don't know what else. Oh, if you have a chance, please review review us on iTunes. Review and rate us. Um, that That's a big help just to help other people find us. So, And maybe subscribe to us on iTunes because uh, that helps people find us in some algorithmic way. 
So I'm going to get on to the housekeeping, and that's it. I hope I help you fall asleep. Okay, you, you probably know by now that Sweden won the uh, international showdown. They had some Peppa Katora cookies, I think they're called. Wonderfully delicious. So, and again, Swedish listeners, haven't heard from any of you. I'd love to hear from you. Or maybe you've emailed me and your emails got spammed out or something. But uh, again, I want to make sure I didn't insult your country. Because by the time you hear this, by the time I'm recording, I haven't put the uh, pictures of Koa, my dog, wearing a Swedish flag up. Um, But they'll be up by the time after I'm done recording this. But I did put the cookie pictures up. And I think later on this weekend, I'm going to cook myself up a little uh, Swedish apple pie, a la mode, as they say, Uh, not in Sweden. I don't know how you say it in Sweden. But so Sweden, Swedish listeners, thank you. I hope everyone had fun with the international showdown. I know I did because the idea of someone listening to me in some place like Sweden or Japan or Ireland, Singapore or any any place, even in uh, the Rust Belt. Well, that would actually mean, yeah, or anywhere else is great for me. So thank you all for listening but especially at this moment, the Swedes. Thank you. All right, housekeeping. I want to thank Vanessa P.S. for her lovely review of us on iTunes. Vanessa, I'm glad you found the podcast, and thanks for reviewing it. I want to thank Y. Lizzle. That's funny because one of my old nicknames was Dizzle. So Y. Lizzle, I wanted to tell you that and tell you that in the email, but that was one of my old nicknames, Dizzle. I don't even know why, but it stuck with me. Uh because I use it for one of my personal email addresses. Why Lizzle is from Hamilton City, Te Aika Amaui. I hope I'm saying that uh, per- correctly. And Why Lizzle and I uh, had a little back and forth on the email. And she said something nice, because this was where this whole boring stuff came up, is Why uh, Lizzle and, and Kat, they were kind of, you know, trying to tell me to give myself a break a little bit, I think, in, in no uncertain terms. Why was Lizzle said that? Uh, you know, I, I, I like this use of vocabulary words or big words. That's and in this sense, it's not big words. Sometimes you need big words because she said uh, mundanely strange and fantastical, Fanta- fantastical. Um, and that's yeah, that's what I am shooting for: mundanely strange and fantastical, like a super chill dream. So thanks, Wylos. I really appreciate it. I also heard from Jim the other day when I was in a rotten mood. I got a little email from Jim. Thanks, Jim. Really, I told you this already, but it really did. Uh, I was, I was just, you know, and and believe it or not, uh, my bad mood could be traced to not getting enough sleep. So uh, the circle of life, I think, would be what Elton John would say uh, to me. So thank you, Jim. And then Kathy. Kathy uh, is a buddy on Twitter, and I've had a couple of exchanges with Kathy. And Kathy told me, I think, to take it easy on myself. Kathy had a couple of a hard week of work when someone was on vacation, and she really leaned on the podcast, and I'm glad that it helped you. And Kathy also said something um, that really means a lot to me, other than just uh, all the wonderful stuff you say, but Kathy says she can hear that the podcast is getting better compared to the older episodes and even as as it goes on. And that's important to me. I mean, I don't want to be getting worse, clearly, uh, but I, I'm learning. And as you guys are listening, uh, more people are start listening little by little, and I'm getting a little bit better. And, and so that's part of this process, too, and it hopefully it makes it more enjoyable. So that was nice of Kathy. Oh, Kathy had another question, which you might be having. Is Mesmaro from Superdoll the same Mesmaro that was in uh, a couple episodes of Get Besos? And I don't know, to be honest, because I am not a reliable narrator. I'll tell you what, the Mesmaro that was in Hell, or was Mesmaro in Hell? I think so. Like, I'm not a in a position to judge why people are were in the hell that from Get Bezos. 
And I just thought that when we ran across Mesmero, he was an extremely interesting character, extremely interesting person. And I was glad he showed up in this uh, Superdoll. Again, I don't know if it's parallel worlds that are bending into each other or the same world or alternate universes or two different people named Mesmero. Because I, I, I can't be 100% sure. I, I, I mean, I'm like, hmm. Again, I'm just like Kathy. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But I, I like this Superdoll Mesmero. He seems less irritating than the one from Get Pesos. But again, if you were in hell, you'd probably be more irritable and get on people's nerves because you'd probably lose some of your social construct or, I don't know, like how to interact with people properly because you're in hell. And uh, your manners are probably going to take a hit if you spend a lot of time in hell and you're in eternal suffering. So, yeah, um, I think that's the end of the housekeeping. Again, thanks for, for everybody's feedback, support. Oh, no, no, no. I did forget one very important person whose name I do not have. But I want to say thank you very much to the person that let me know that uh, one of the episodes in the 60s, Garden, Grouchy Garden Gnomes, I get Bessos article, woke them up because it ended up it was R.W.'s voice that was really loud and not soothing. And it was in throughout the episode. And uh, I don't know, even just that many episodes ago, I, I still don't know what the hell I'm doing with some of this editing stuff and the post-production, but I have a little bit of help from Auphonic, uh, the tool that I'm using. Again, they're not a sponsor or any anything like that, um, but that's like I don't, I'm not an engineer. So I tried to fix that. And I, I have um, gotten other feedback about, yeah, oh, sometimes there's something loud that wakes me up. So I've tried not to do that and be aware of that. But this was the first person to say this specific episode and this, you know, these parts. They didn't say the exact parts, but so I want to thank that person because it it was uh, it was very important, very specific that, and it was important for me to hear like, oh, this is this is messing up my night's sleep, and so I, I want that kind of feedback from you guys. And I, obviously, you don't got to troll me. I do a good enough job of trolling myself. But, you, you know, if you're a troll, go ahead. Hit me up, bro. Or bro, broina. But, uh, you know, stuff sticking out. Again, I, again, it's, it's like one of those things that is like uh, one of those uh, Abraham Lincoln situations. You can please the pleasers, but the unpleased. No, it's like you can't please the pleased people because they're already pleased. When it's But when it's pleasing time, you should please everybody. So I, I don't know, you know, that's like a fine, confusing line. Um, I didn't even think that was funny. I'm I'm already being hard on myself, but you can't please all the people all the time. You can't please everybody. You can't please, please some of the people some of the time. All the people some of the time and some of the people, all, I don't know. But yeah, so it is like, I'll take your feedback, be specific, and I'll see what I can do with it because I'm here to help. And I'm doing my best to... Uh, Help you guys, and w- w- with help, let's let's get out of the show already. Holy moly! All right, thanks. I will help you fall asleep. All right, so it's trending Twitter Tuesday. I'm booting up Twitter right now. I'm gonna take a picture. All right, so there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, so there's there's the usual things on Twitter, but there was the tragedy and the in the Ukraine with this Malaysian Airlines flight. And I'm, I'm not, um, there's three things on Twitter related to that. So we're not going to use those in the story. And it's a terrible tragedy. So, you know, let's just keep our thoughts and our minds and our energy and our prayers or whatever, um, vibes, force, whatever you use, you know, th- think about the people that are suffering and that are affected by that, that tragedy. And also let it um, maybe stir up some gratitude for all the things we do have. Um, we have this community. I have you guys that are listening to this podcast. And you guys have all the wonderful stuff that's going on in your lives. All the wonderful stuff that is going on in your lives. And those are things we forget. Um, I guess I don't really know what else to say. Uh, so, yeah. 
Okay, and with that, with that gratitude in mind, I'm going to try to get you guys to fall asleep. I'm going to help you fall asleep. So we're going to talk about a story. We're going to have to do a story tonight. So with Sweden winning this international showdown, it, was made, it made me think of this strange story I have that we could talk about tonight on Trending Twitter Tuesdays. It has a little bit to do with Sweden. And it was like um, there was this one time. This is a story about a seance. And it's not one of those creepy seances. This is actually a uh, more of like a strange, non-scary seance. So if you have any scared bones in your body, this is not one of the scary ones. Um, but I got invited to this uh, seance this one time by this group of people that I barely knew uh, what ha- had happened was uh, I was taking this community college class at this community college. I had been taking classes there. And then one one time, like one thing I haven't been always good at is that when the classes would start at the beginning of semester, I was only taking one class and it would be at night. And I wouldn't write it down after I signed up online or whatever. And so I wouldn't know, of course, I wouldn't know the classroom and I wouldn't know the time. And I'd be trying to find it on my phone. And then I'd be trying to, just like in a dream, but this would be in reality. And what would I, and I'm, this isn't like I'm not a 20, 20, 20 year old college student anymore. I'm, a, I'm supposed to be a grown up. And I'm taking these classes after work to learn how to do stuff like write stories, uh, screenwriting or different other stuff. Berkeley City College was the college I, I was taking classes at. What happened was, this is an exaggeration that happened a lot to me. But so this one particular time, I was like, oh, so this class started at 6.30 or 7.30 or 7. And then I was looking for it. And again, it was like a, is this 3.41 or 4.31? I can't remember. So I go into classroom 4.31. And I sit down in the back, and I'm, of course, I was like, I guess seven, but the class had started either. I think it started at six, and then I knew the class. I was like, oh, I hope this class starts at six thirty. So I sat down in the back, and then uh, I was kind of like, took me like I had drank a coffee when I was still drinking the coffee, so I was like a little bit, and I was anxious, so I was a little bit fired up, so my ears were pounding. And so by the time I calmed down, I realized that most of the people were speaking in French. It was like some sort of French conversation class. And then I was afraid to get up because the professor had already given me kind of a look when I came in. Like, who the heck is this person? And I also realized that this was the second class. It wasn't even the first one where this kind of behavior might be tolerated. And so since I was an hour late... um, after about five or ten more minutes, I think it was a three-hour class. It probably went from six to nine. And I was thinking it went from seven to ten or seven to whatever. I was late. So the class breaks up. And uh, they take a break, smoke break, whatever. And then the professor comes up. Now, the professor was uh, um, like an older woman. She spoke French. I'm not sure if she was from France. But she says, oh, you come late to my class. She was kind of pissed. And I was like, you know what, ma'am? I'm so sorry. Like, I am supposed to be in, uh, like, uh, I think it was camera operator something or other, which I never ended up going to ever. I don't know. I think I went to it. Like, so then I ended up going to that class, but I was like an hour and a half late. And then, of course, I didn't drop it in time. So I still, I probably still owe them money for that class, as a matter of fact. But so, yeah, I'm like, no, no, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm not even in this class. And then she was telling me how wonderful French was. And I said, oh, so. And I ended up, she's like, oh, I'm going to go get a coffee. Where'd you like, your coffee smells good. And I said, oh, let's go to this place. I know um, I was running here and I was wondering if I was late, but I still found time. We had a laugh. I said, I'll buy you coffee. Ended up her name was Elaine. And we started talking. I'm like, man, you really look familiar. And she, I was like, what? You know, she's like, well, they, you know, I'm professor. And then 
Oh, no, then someone in the shop's like, oh, Professor Stritch. I'm like, like, you're Elaine Stritch, like, like, you're like a New York City comedian. And then she's laughing, and then she's like, no, 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 no. You know, but she tells me that she's related to that Elaine Stritch by marriage. Like, she was married to Stritch, this woman. Like, her husband was Stritch. I think uh, Bernard Stritch. So somehow I was like a cousin of a cousin, so she was related to Elaine Stritch. And um, so we're talking, and then we sit down with a couple of students. And, you know, French accents are very, they're nice. And they're talking, and they're laughing, and it's like a, it's like a heady atmosphere where I'm almost like, I feel like I'm in a cafe in France. And then, I, you know, I'd forgotten about the other class I was even supposed to be at, like I said. And then, um, and a couple of kids, it was Elaine Stretch, Professor Stretch, who was probably 54. And a couple of young college kids, 20s, myself, a general age. And then uh, another, was there another person? I don't know. But so we were having this conversation and then. Something comes up about uh, ghosts or something, and Elaine's like, "Oh, I, you know, my friend is a uh, is like a seer. See, I think S E E R, like a seer. Well, I never even thought about that seer, like a seer. But but anyway, she's like, I'm gonna have this, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, the seance at my house, and she's like, well, she's like, why don't we do that? As a group project, the kids are saying because they had to have some because they had to do like a, a activity project, and they were supposed to. I guess Professor Stretch she like being invited to him, so they were like, "We'll do this. Can we do the séance in French?" And she's like, "Oh, well, whatever, bon or whatever. I don't know, some nice French term." And they were like, "They the kids the, since I was in the class, everyone but Stretch thought I was a." Uh, fluent in French and probably Frenchman. And of course I'm more than willing to that's what I was doing. And then me and I, me and Miss Professor Trish were giving each other laughing looks. And I was having a little fun. Like I'd just do that, I'd never say anything. And they'd be like, Do you they really ask me, Oh, do you believe in paranormal stuff? Oh, we and so they set this date and I was invited and I was like you know alright this guy I mean who knows what could happen at this thing and maybe there'll be some like French uh, bon enfants I don't know what, what I don't even know what that means but uh, beautiful women beautiful French women which are uh, you know that's like a thing that uh, people say. I don't. I don't. You're always like, mm, oh, beautiful, oh, mademoiselle. So whatever. So we set this up. Boom. I'm not gonna mess around. So this uh, Friday night comes, and uh, it's uh, the night of the big séance. So I go over to Miss Stritch's house. Or Professor, uh, she's Mrs. Stritch, I guess. I didn't meet Bernard. He wasn't there, but. Uh, so I go over to Stritch's house. That's what I call I, I don't know. Stritch is a good last name. Probably for a guy, it might be a, I don't know, but Stritch, that's what I call it, or Stritch, or Stritcher. So I go over to Stritch's house, and she's like, we've become friends already. We're texting each other. And she's like, oh, fuck. She's like, Are you, the kids aren't going to fall for that. And uh, yeah, I was like, well, I'm like interested in the seance stuff to begin with. And uh, I was like, so can you do some kind of interpretation or what? She's like, oh, I think about it. I think about it. And she's like, ah, oh, you like my friend, uh, the name of the woman performing the sense destiny. And so I'm like, cool. So this other woman comes destiny. And she, she was uh, Professor Stritch's age. Really nice woman. Not French. She was a Swede, and she's like uh, American Swedish. I don't have a, I don't do a Swedish accent because I wouldn't even, yeah, yeah. But I'm not sure if that's even Swedish. So, 
But she was like, uh, I guess I'll do a fake accent just so to, to, to separate her from stretch. But so she's like, Dime, Dime, Destiny. Okay. And uh, we do this. And I was like, we're waiting for the students. Of course, the students show up late. And they show up with all this champagne. And I'm like, yeah, I don't drink anymore, but whatever. Uh, I start drinking fuzzy, fizzy water. And they're drinking champagne and smoking cigarettes. And Destiny's like, oh, what do you do? And I said, oh, uh, not much. You know, I'm pretty, 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 uh, nothing, not much at all. I'm here Friday. This is like the best Friday night I've had in a while. Potential uh, contact with the other side. So, oh, yes. You, you, uh, oh, no, wait, that was one of the French people that was doing that. So Destiny's like, oh, yeah, yeah, go. You, uh, so Stritch say you, you like to go Stritch. And I say, yeah, yeah. Oh, you like to write, huh? You're, you're a writer? I'm a writer? I go, oh, no, I'm not a writer. Like, I was like, I'm trying to learn screenwriting. But I have to, I'm not sure if I can do it or not. I've been trying, and I'm not there yet. I know that. I've been reading stuff. I've been working on it. And uh, But then she's like, no, no, no. No, you, I'm writing. I am writing. It's a thing on the Twitter. And I go, I don't know. I don't know that. Um but, you know, I'm trying to write. I am writing. I am. So, and she'll, oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. So then, like, the two students are there. One is Brent and the other is Becca, which is a little bit confusing. I was like, are you guys related, Brent and Becca? Like, oh, no, no, so, so. are you guys a couple? No, 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 no. Becca was cute. She was cute. Was, and she's like, Becca with one C. And I was like, this is good to know because I know a lot most Beckas are double C, Becca, B-E-C-C-A, like you're just Becca. And I'm like, are you Elizabeth? Like, Becca, what is that short for again? Rebecca. And she's like, yeah, no, I'm just Becca, B-E-C-A. And then I say, uh, oh, I tried that. Uh, so I thought, oh, you were finer than a croissant, Becca. And she's just looked at me. And then Brent's like, sit down. And then. Becca and Brent are like going to live tweet the seance, I guess. So Becca's like, oh, DM me, Brent. And like, if you, you know, to, you know, when we're ready to start. And then I was like, well, wait a second. Wait, wait, are you guys using a hashtag? And, and they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, croissant seance? I'm like, no, no, seance from France. I'm like, how about that France seance? So then we start the seance and it's like in French and English. So I'm just going to give you. Uh, the English version because the French version if you think the English version's confusing it should have been there for French but so this woman Destiny she starts doing a she starts uh, you know we light candles and we join our hands and so, so, so we open up uh, something like that and they're doing this so, so, so. and then I'm like is it better if I pretend I'm French because they were all speaking in French. And then there's like a... And then, um, like, Becca's like, Becca, Unica, Becca, Unica. She starts saying stuff. She starts saying stuff that doesn't make any sense. Like, Becca, so Becca, so Becca. Oh, for I mean, I don't know what she's saying in French. And I don't even know if it was French or gibberish her tongues then she stops and then destiny like goes oh i've made contact i made contact with the other side it is a french frenchman it is a frenchman and she says uh she says uh and everyone kind of gets nervous but it wasn't scary nervous it was like so i'm like like becca's like kind of seems like she needs some some like uh like Becca's like, I say hello. Like, so I take over kind of because I think Becca was like becoming the medium. And I guess maybe I never paid enough attention to seances. It's probably like a team thing because if someone becomes like they're crossing over or whatever and bringing something back, they need something. So I, I take over. And this is, again, my first seance, first uh, multilingual seance. So I'm like, uh, hello, hello. Someone there? Who's all I mean? And someone's like, Fosha, Fosha. And then the person's like, Whoa, what's up? And I go, Hi, 
I go, I, hey, it's me. How you doing? Who, who's there? And I was like, oh, 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 And there's kind of some muttering and then some weeping. And then the person's like, uh, Waterloo. So Waterloo. And I said, oh, Waterloo, eh? And uh, I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, every, no one else is helping me. And I'm like, oh, you, you, you like Waterloo? Oh, no, 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 it's not Waterloo. And then I'm like, okay, like, I think I'm, I'm not sure I know it that well. But I was like, give me a second. So I'm like, ba-da-da, da-da-da, do-da-da, da-da-da. I'm like, that Waterloo? So that, Waterloo. I said, okay, okay. And then I'm like, I don't know if I know the lyrics. So I'm like, pulling, trying to be slick and pull out my phone. Waterloo, Napoleon did surrender. Oh, yeah. I'm like, my, my, at Waterloo, Napoleon did surrender. I think, I'm not sure if I have it. Is that the way you're talking? Oh, so Napoleon fought. I'm like, oh, I've, uh, I'm like, the first part's too hard for me to do. Am I and I'm like, Destiny, is this how? I'm like, oh, they had Destiny in there too. I'm like, but Destiny, is that how I'm supposed to do it? She doesn't, she's in the zone. And then I'm like, okay, let me see if I can. I'm like, and then I have the lyrics on my the history book on the shelf is always repeating itself. A Waterloo. And then I, I mean, I can't help it. That's one of the songs you get up, and I'm playing it on my phone, which I can't do here because there's laws. But I was defeated. You won the war. Waterloo. Repentant love is love me. You never knew. Gotta get out of a vaudeville. What? And then the person says, What's up? Something in French, I don't know. And I said, No, but I'm And I said, Okay, okay, hold on, calm down. And, uh, so, and then they like, so finally, like, uh, either Becker, finally, like, they snap out of it. And they're like, he's, I'm like, What's he saying? And they're like, He's demanding to know, um, what what are you talking about? Like, he wants to know what you're talking about. And I'm like, I'm talking about Waterloo. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? And they're like, well, what, what do you mean? I'm like, the song Waterloo. And I'm like, okay, let's go, let's go through the... I'm like, he wants to know more about Waterloo? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, like, he wants to know what you're talking about. Okay, I'm like, all right. I'm like, my, my, at Waterloo, Napoleon did surrender. Oh, yeah. And I've met my destiny in quite a similar way. The history book on a shelf is always repeating itself. Like, so history repeats itself. Waterloo, I was defeated, you won the war. Waterloo, promised to love you forevermore. Waterloo, couldn't escape if I wanted to. And then the person starts crying while I'm doing this. But they're like saying he's saying more and more. Waterloo, knowing my fate is to be with you. Waterloo, finally facing my Waterloo. My mind tried to hold you back, but you were stronger. Oh, yeah, and now it seems my only chance is giving up the fight. And how could I ever refuse? I feel like, and I'm trying to read it, but I'm like, feel like I win when I lose. Oh, Waterloo, I was defeated, you won the war. And he's crying again. Waterloo, promise you love me forevermore. A whoa, 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 a Waterloo Couldn't escape if I wanted to Waterloo And I'm already off No, my fate is to be with you A whoa, 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 a Waterloo Finally facing my Waterloo And I'm like, you know, that's it, man That just repeats itself, I think No, wow, what do you mean? What What is the meaning of this? Like, well, it's like a song about um, a person that can't get out of a bad relationship. They just keep repeating the same mistake. And they're interpreting. And then, again, like, Destiny is like, wow, that? she's kind of hunched down. And then Brent's like, I think I think this is Napoleon. And I was like, like, and I'm like, Napoleon, 
Napoleon Dynamite's like a fictional character, dude. He's like a Napoleon, the Emperor Napoleon. I'm like, oh. I'm like, okay, I may, I'm like, uh, all right, well, my history's not so great. And then they're, they're saying he wants to know more. So I'm like freaking out my phone. I'm like, all right. I'm like, hold on, bro. So he's like, what is this Waterloo you speak of is basically what he's saying. So I'm like, what's a f- song by ABBA? ABBA. And it's a Swedish, uh, like, pop group. And I was like, oh, I guess they, I'm looking at my phone there. It's like uh, they entered the 1974 Eurovision Song Contest, which I've heard of, but I'm not super familiar with it. And that brought them to fame. And it was like, an ABBA, this is ABBA's song to fame. And he's like, smashes the table. Like, they stole him. I don't know. And I was like, believe it or not, the song used to be called Honey Honey, according to Wikipedia. Like, this was their first number one hit. It was one of the best-selling singles of all time. Like, the year before in the Eurovision Song Contest, they came in third with Ring Ring. This Eurovision Song Contest, song contest sounds cool. It's a song that Wikipedia says a song about surrender to romance. I guess, like, surrender and giving up, like, but not in a good sense, I don't think, surrender. And then... This is what I'm saying, not just to the podcast. I'm saying it to them. And, like, ah, ah, ah. and I was like, yeah, the original song title was Honey Pie. And it was, uh, they decided to change it to Disco X, disco-esque rhythm- rhythms. Usually, I guess, dramatic ballads win this Eurovision Song Contest. But this one, this time, this did it. And I was like, this is a song that launched ABBA to the world. And then I was like, do you believe, Napoleon, that this was the only Eurovision song to reach the top 10 in 15 countries. He's like pounding the table, and then he wants to know, he's like, what is this ABBA? And uh, and I guess I haven't changed. I mean, this isn't, this, this story's not that old, but I was like, weren't you on like Malta or something? Or uh, And they're saying, shut up, he wants to know about this ABBA. And I'm like, well, it's like a Swedish group, I, I don't know, 70s, they're like a power pop i'm like i don't know that i'm not a more versed in music but i was like uh the saying waterloo bada ba boo bada bada boo whoa whoa and i was like i don't i don't know some of the i was like you're putting too much pressure on me i can't name any other i'm like winter takes it all i'm like there's one about the winter takes it all but um i don't know it'll take me a minute to get and what, what do you? What more do you want? And then he's just saying, "Abba, Abba, Abba, Waterloo, Abba, the Waterloo." Believe it or not, it's time for a little break, ladies and gentlemen. Do you have a marriage, or do you have a marriage with FX? We here at Marriage Special Effects like to take your marriage to the next level. Our team of green screen experts. Scene painters, graphic designers will take a normal marriage and add a bunch of stuff to it, like explosions and better bodies and robots and lasers and dragons, whatever you wish. We'll take your marriage and we'll make it special. Here at Marriage FX, we take marriages that are dull and we reinvigorate them via green screen. And we can dress you up in those things with the golf balls. We have special terms for them, but I know I'm not trying to speak in uh, business lingo here because I'm here to pitch you in your marriage. And, you know, we'll make robotic copies of, what do you call them? Motion capture copies of you and your wife or you and your husband or you and your, your significant other. Put you in a computer and we'll make it crazy we can make you have everything you'd ever dreamed of here at marriage fx where we put the fx in marriage especially for you marriage fx so he's like back to the story so he's like pounding the table abba and i get the kids are like i think he wants more abba abba my what i'm like okay and I'm like, uh, Stritch, you play the piano? And she's like, no. I'm like, you do now. And I'm like, figure out how to play, because uh, there's a piano. And I'm like, start playing, uh, do-do. So she starts playing the piano from uh, 
And when it takes off, it's like bing, bum, 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 bum. Because I'm thinking it's the only ABBA song for some reason I can think of, uh, which is, I mean, amazing now. Like, it's like, why couldn't you think of more? So then I'm like, uh, so she's playing, and I go, I don't want to talk because you want to. Though it's hurting me, now it's history. Boom, bam, bam, bam. Boom, bam, bam, bam. But, you know, I'm not, I don't really know something like that. And then I'm like, oh, wait, it goes, the winner takes it all. The loser takes a fall. Ba, 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 the winner takes it all, the loser. And I just keep saying that. And then uh, this, he starts singing. I think the guy, Napoleon, uh, Destiny's like singing it in French. And she keeps just repeating that. And then he's like, ah, I won with, winner takes it all, the loser takes it And they, I think he thought I was making fun of him. And then he's like, Wesley Bluechard, Wesley Bluechard, blah, blah. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he's saying, ah, bah, ah, bah. And I'm and then it looked like it wasn't going well for Destiny because she's like yelling in French, like a, a small French dictator. And, and to be honest, I don't like being yelled at by anybody, even if it's in a seance. Um, so I, I got to tell myself to calm down because I'm about to lose it. So I'm okay, calm down. Let's calm down. And uh, let's use the skills we've learned on doing this podcast. I might be being yelled at by a Napoleon Bonaparte at a French language seance, but I don't have to overreact here. So I say, okay, we're calm. And then it says, it keeps yelling. And they're like, what are you going to do? Like the students are starting to get worried. Stritch was drunk on champagne, so she really didn't care. And she was still playing the piano terribly. So I'm like, stretch, cut it out with the piano, moan me or whatever. Well, I don't know. Whatever, good for, I don't know. So I'm like, all right, everybody clear the room. It's just going to be me and uh, Destiny and Napoleon. And I was like, you guys can listen close, but, you know, get out. And and then, uh, but I was like, I might need you, you know, pull me off off of Destiny if Napoleon gets too crazy. And then back end, Brian, oh, we have practice for Kids' Choice Sports or some. Oh, you know, I was like, oh, we got to watch the Kids' Choice Sports or ask something. I was like, whatever, you're weak, kind of French. Whatever, go go tell your friends that this went horribly awry because I was talking about ABBA to Napoleon. So then I go, listen, Napoleon, uh, I, I don't know, Stretch, maybe Stretch, I, mean, I can't remember because then. Like I said, when I lose my temper, I get a little nutty. Maybe Stritch was uh, doing, it felt like I was talking right into Napoleon. So if you're in your imagination zone, that's what it felt like in reality. But it was a woman, a Swedish woman. So I'm like, listen, Napoleon, calm down. You're upset. I know you had, I know you got abdicated and shipped off to Malta or the Isle of whatever. And uh, to be honest, I was not paying a lot of attention to history class, so I don't know a whole lot about you. And people kind of, yeah, but this was like a metaphor, this whole ABBA thing. And, uh, and he's still saying ABBA over and over. And then I'm like, okay, now I know this, I'm not going to go down controversy lane here because it's based on my ignorance. But I was like, maybe this will help him out. I was like, uh Napoleon, I don't know anything about the other side, but I know there used to be this man, that historical man that walked on earth named Jesus Christ. And, you know, there's religions about him, and I don't know what religion you were, but it doesn't really matter because one, Jesus, he was a Jew. He was a practicing Jew. But now there's these, all these other religions based on him. And the, all those religions are trying to get to the same, you know, they're different languages. Like we're speaking French, you know, like tonight we're speaking French and English and Swedish and Swedish pop. 
but we're, we're still trying to communicate with each other about something we don't understand, which is this, this strange seance thing. So I go, you know, Jesus might have been a Jew. There might be Christian, Christian religions now based on Jesus. But one lesson I was taught by a wonderful teacher named Elizabeth Johnson, who wrote some fine books about Jesus and was a fine teacher. Now, this is not stuff you have to believe in religiously, Napoleon, but when it comes to Abba, and this might just be selective memory, but I'm pretty sure that at least I learned. Maybe it's just what I wanted to learn. Maybe it helps me. I mean, I'm not even a I don't even go to church in Napoleon. What I'm telling you is that what I learned in this class or what I heard, maybe it wasn't being taught, maybe it's just what I made up, is that Abba means daddy. And yeah, I looked on the internet and it's inconclusive. But that doesn't mean I don't believe it. And that Jesus was this Jew trying to reform this idea of uh, Abba or as God is a patriarchal um, type hardline dude to someone more like a daddy. And I'm not talking about a strange daddy. I'm talking about like a, a person that's going to take good care of you, Napoleon, and say, hey, you know, maybe I'm just one version of your God. You know, in Westeros, they got seven gods. And maybe this is just one face of, I know there's such stuff like every, every, everybody's got their own language of interpreting it. But this is one way to look at it is that this is your, this is daddy. And he's saying, hey, Napoleon, I'm going to keep you safe because I'm Abba. I'm your papa. Kind of like Alan Partridge was an alpha papa. But this guy, this guy's more of a god. So he's got a little more on top of it than Alan Partridge was played by the uh, wonderful Steve Coogan. I don't know if you see any Steve Coogan where you're at, Napoleon. I'm the other side, but I love Steve Coogan. Um, one of my one of my heroes, uh, honestly. Alpha Papa was this uh, Alan Partridge movie, but Papa, Abba, Daddy. So there's someone out there that's like your Abba who's looking out for you. Now, it might not be a Swedish pop band, it's just like a, a term to say, hey, maybe you got the wrong God you're praying to. Or maybe that's just that your, your human mind is conceptualizing in this harsher way. And maybe this made-up version of Jesus that I, maybe it's not made-up version of Jesus. Maybe this is based in fact. I don't know. I'm not a historian, Napoleon. I'm, I'm not even a pop historian, so I like I just learning about the Eurovision Sign Contest, I feel like I'm late to the party. But I'm pretty sure that Jesus was trying to teach other Jews about this thing about Abba being your Papa, your Daddy. Saying that guy wants you to say, "Hey, hey, come here, let me put my arm around you," and like a good Daddy, you know, uh, a kind of a godlike ideal. Say, "Hey, sit down. I'm, I'm gonna protect you. I'm gonna keep you safe." I'm going to be there for you. I mean, that's what you need right now to calm you down, Napoleon. And sure, you might go back to the other side and find out that I'm uh, uh, not that smart. But I'm just trying to calm you down now and give you something to relax to. And I know you're getting bent out of shape about two ABBA songs. There's plenty more of the band ABBA. But those are nice songs. They have nice melodies. Even though you don't like the words, because one is using what ha your failure as a metaphor for failure, final failure. That's like the failure of all failures. And I was looking, I was like, why Why'd you wait so long? Like, why did you strike? You're waiting the ground to dry? Is that true? And, like, and they used to get started, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, I'm just kidding, man. I'm just testing you, because... Abba wouldn't care. He, he doesn't care. He's going to protect you. Still loves you, even no matter what happened with the ground and the casualties, which maybe there shouldn't have been so many casualties. And maybe you want to, maybe you need to make some, make some changes in your afterlife for all the stuff that happened when you were running the big show in France there. But he's still, that, that's not going to bother your Abba, okay? Still going to be there. Still going to be loving you. Still going to be taking care of you. Might give you a spank on the bottom. 
but a fatherly uh, Abba Spank. And I don't know if that's why Abba chose their name or it means something in Swedish or they just like the sound of it. Abba, Abba does roll off the Abba. It doesn't, even, you don't even need to use your tongue. Can you say that with me, Napoleon? Abba. You don't need to use your tongue. Abba. As a baby could say it, probably. Maybe that's why they picked it. It was just A-B-B-A, convenient. Uh, not sure, but, uh, you know, are you calmer now, Napoleon? You got your daddy waiting for you maybe somewhere to say, hey, Napoleon, it's okay. Wherever you were, Malta or Crete, I'm not sure where they put you, but, uh, yeah, maybe you would have stomach problems when you were a human if you had someone that was there for you. I don't know if that, I don't, I don't really know enough about you, you know, but you certainly seemed angry tonight. And you almost got me angry, Napoleon, but I was able to calm it down. And that's it, okay? So, I'll speak French. There's no more games to play, okay? Abba is going to take it all tonight from you, okay? And the next thing you know, Stritch is passed out from the champagne. Um, it looks like Destiny is asleep. And I don't even know how long she had been asleep for because, you know, I was doing this whole trying to calm myself down, trying to calm Napoleon down with this ABBA stuff. And, I mean, who's going to get worked up about ABBA in the first place, the Swedish pop band, and ruin Swedish's win in the international showdown? But anyway, then it's like, and that's true, that, that maybe I learned that, maybe I'm misinformed. It's a nice concept of having some sort of higher power or God or spirit or whatever. And that's not everybody's cup of tea, man. Okay? It's not everybody's. But maybe it'll calm Napoleon down, okay? And maybe he'll be able to take that back to the spirit world. And maybe he's not going to be so bent out of shape about, you know, having the worst defeat in the history of defeats. So hopefully you didn't hear that. It's the end of the story. It's kind of a strange one. I just left the house with those two asleep. Uh, I blew out the candles, obviously. I mean, I'm not going to leave a house, a seance with candles out. Now, again, maybe looking back, it's like, was Elaine asleep on this side or the other side? I think maybe my podcasting skills brought her back to this side and pushed Napoleon back to the other side. So was Napoleon was in one of the uh, Bill and Ted Excellent Adventures, I think, too. So, yeah, that's it. Um, strange, strange stuff, but Sweden. You guys, Abba, you rock. You are the winners, and your country took it all. So congratulations, and I hope everybody gets a good night's sleep. Good night.